the been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ethylene oxide. The gas is critical for cleaning medical equipment, but it can be hazardous at elevated levels and is increasingly being scrutinized by state health and environmental officials. President Donald Trump's company said it is exploring the sale of its landmark Washington hotel after nearly three years of ethics complaints and lawsuits accusing him of trying to profit off the presidency. The Trump organization says it will consider offers to buy out the 60-year lease, which, since opening in late 2016, has become a magnet for lobbyists and diplomats looking to gain favor with the administration. This is USA Radio News. So there's this guy named Jordan, and he's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. But then he goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer, stage four. And here's the thing. He had switched from medical insurance to MediShare, which is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. So the question for Jordan and his wife Jenny was, is this really going to work? Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills. And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare. It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. If you want to find out more, here's a number for you. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833 833- 3-34-BIBLE, 833-34-BIBLE. Hospitals could soon face shortages of critical surgical tools because several plants that sterilize the equipment have been shut down, according to government health officials. The Food and Drug Administration flagged the issue in an online statement to medical professionals, saying the result could be years of shortages of supplies used in heart surgery, knee replacements, C-sections, and many other procedures. The warning follows the recent closure of several sterilization facilities that use ethylene oxide. The gas is critical for cleaning medical equipment, but it can be hazardous at elevated levels and is increasingly being scrutinized by state health and environmental officials. President Donald Trump's company said it is exploring the sale of its landmark Washington hotel after nearly three years of ethics complaints and lawsuits accusing him of trying to profit off the presidency. The Trump organization says it will consider offers to buy out the 60-year lease, which since opening in late 2016 has become a magnet for lobbyists and diplomats looking to gain favor with the administration. This is USA. Are you going out of town or just need assistance caring for your pet? Licensed, bonded, and insured Safe Doggy Pet Services is the the premier pet care provider in the Las Vegas Valley. With over 40 years of experience handling all types of pets, Safe Doggy comes to you for feeding, medicine, exercise, potty breaks, play visits, overnight pet sitting, special needs care, transportation to vet and grooming appointments, and much more. For further information on all that Safe Doggy Pet Services has to offer, visit safedoggy.com. Friends, we all need a professional pest control service at times. So why not call the locals' favorite, Ultimate Exterminators, your number one locals' choice. Be sure to see all of the fantastic local reviews. Just go to your Google search bar and type in Ultimate Exterminators Las Vegas to get more information. It will take you right there. They offer quality services, a quick response time, five major license categories to serve you better, and now they even offer eco-green, environmentally friendly products. That's Ultimate Exterminators Las Vegas. The NHRA Mellow Yellow Countdown to the Championship is returning to the Strip at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. NHRA's 330-mile-per-hour, 11,000-horsepower top fuel dragster and funny car drivers are bringing the world's fastest motorsport back to Vegas for the 19th Annual Dodge NHRA Nationals presented by Pennzoil, October 31st through November 3rd. Kids 12 and under are free in general admission, and every ticket gets you behind-the-scenes access to the race pits. Get tickets early and save at LVMS.com or call 800-644-4444. Hey shoppers, the businesses here on the Radio Shopping Show have shown you love with great deals they offer. Return that love by returning to our businesses without a certificate. They will appreciate it and so does AM 1400 KSHP. Keep the receipt from any active Radio Shopping Show business. Write your name and shopper number on the receipt, bring that receipt to KSHP and drop it in our bowl. KSHP will draw receipts monthly for fantastic prizes. So get in on the winning by supporting the businesses that support AM 1400 KSHP. 
The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. Sports fans, you know the sports news. In a minute, you're going to hear the sports angle with your host, Rocco Kelly, on KSHP, 1400 AM in Las Vegas. For streaming options, go to KSHP.com. Now, turn up the volume and listen to Rocco Kelly and the sports angle. On KSHP 1400. Welcome to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. We are here on KSHP 1400 AM in Las Vegas. Listen on iHeartRadio and Spotify. Go to our website, thesportsangle.com. To listen to the show live, pick up some swag, and get information on past and future guests. The Memphis Grizzlies are trying to find a trade partner to take on Andre Iguodala's contract instead of letting him walk for nothing. Now, this offseason, after being traded to the Memphis Grizzlies, Andre Iguodala, the NBA champion and an NBA Finals MVP, made it clear he wanted no part of playing for a rebuilding team. In his mind, he's still a valuable asset on a championship contending team, and he wants another chance at winning another ring before he retires. Now, he skipped training camp with the Grizzlies with the thought in mind that a team would trade him. Instead, the NBA season has started and Iguodala is still stuck waiting to be traded or bought out of his current contract freeing him to sign elsewhere. Now, recently, there was a report that if he were to be bought out of his contract, the Los Angeles Lakers would be his next destination. Well, now it appears that Iguodala has made his choice on whether on where he will sign if he does leave Memphis, whether it's being bought out or getting traded to L.A. Now, during a recent podcast on a four-letter network that I am not going to give him the name recognition for, it was said that it's all but a done deal that Iguodala will sign with the Lakers when the Grizzlies agree on his buyout. They have had four different sources say this to be true. However, do we really want to believe that the Los Angeles Lakers are going to get somebody of actual value? Anybody remember this offseason that the Lakers were rumored to be in talks with every single important free agent on the freaking map. Hey, Kyrie Irving, he's going to go to L.A., right? Wrong. He went to Brooklyn. Kawhi Leonard, he's an L.A. guy. There is no way he's going to the Clippers. He's going to the Lakers. And what ended up happening? He went to L.A. and he joined the Clippers. Heck, even if I want to go this far down, D'Angelo Russell, a former Laker, it was almost a guarantee, according to that network, that D'Angelo Russell was packing his bags and he was heading back to the Staples Center. Well, they were wrong. He went to the brand new Chase Center and he joined the Golden State Warriors. So what I'm getting to you right here, right now, is that if Andre Iguodala does get bought out by the Grizzlies, don't be surprised that this quote-unquote done deal of him going to Los Angeles Lakers doesn't pan out. Because the last couple of months, anytime there's been a done deal or there has been sources confirming that a player is going to the Los Angeles Lakers, that has almost been 
faults. Almost every single one of them have been faults. Now, Anthony Davis is the only exception, but granted, if you're an NBA fan, you knew he was going to L.A. one way or another. It did not matter what happened. LeBron wanted A.D., and nothing was going to stop that. But does LeBron want Andre Iguodala as badly as he wanted Anthony Davis? The answer is no. The reason I'm bringing this up is that the Lakers, they suffered a loss to their in-state rival, the Los Angeles Clippers, on opening night. And it was evident that they are an old team. They lack depth. And more importantly, they couldn't keep up with the Los Angeles Clippers. So what do they need to do, obviously, when they're a slow team and they're lacking something on the depth chart? Well, how about we go get a veteran who's only one year younger and was only drafted one year behind LeBron James? And they add a player of Iguodala's caliber, that would definitely greatly improve them, right? Wrong. If you need to get younger, you don't go out and get an older player. If you need speed, you don't go out and get one of the old, get one of the slowest people on the roster. If the Los Angeles Lakers were smart, and this is a huge, huge what if here, but if they were smart. The Los Angeles Lakers would pass on Andre Iguodala. He would go somewhere else. Hey, the Los Angeles Clippers, they're a team that said that they're looking for bench players. Why not Why not them grab Andre Iguodala? After all, they don't look that old, so they could actually use Andre Iguodala on a bench role. Not like the Lakers, who need youth. Now, the Lakers, they can wait a little bit to see how their season shakes out before adding another free agent onto their bench, adding some depth to their roster. And there has been no new information, despite all of these sources, that Iguodala and the Grizzlies have even discussed a buyout. There's been no new information about that. I need to remind you, That if Iguodala becomes a free agent, that would be a huge advantage for whichever team picks him up. But if a team steps in and they give Grizzlies a trade offer, any trade offer, then this won't even matter. I need to remind you of this. A trade for Andre Iguodala would ruin this whole entire conversation. And honestly, I can see it happening. I mean, Andre Iguodala hasn't played a single game. He has skipped training camp. Why would a team want Andre Iguodala? Here's why. Not just the fact that he can provide a boost off the bench, but he has a championship pedigree around him. He's an NBA Finals MVP. And also, he's only 35 years old. Just remember that. He's only 35 years old. He's not that old. (laughs) So that's the angle I'm saying on Andre Iguodala. Is that, yes, everyone's saying he's going to sign with the Lakers when he gets bought out by the Grizzlies. But what I'm saying to you is that the Lakers have had a lot of false rumors and false sources going their way this entire offseason. And if a team offers the Grizzlies a trade for Andre Iguodala, they're going to take it. Because the Grizzlies are going to want something, anything out of return, instead of just letting him go for nothing. And more importantly, that would ruin the plans by the so-called Los Angeles Lakers who are old, they have an old roster, they are very slow, and I obviously need to add about 10 more veterans to their team. In fact, I'm just going to digress for a second. Los Angeles Lakers, if you want to continue adding, adding veterans, here are some players that I have in mind. Here are a couple. I'm just going to name them. I know I shouldn't do lists, but when it comes to the Los Angeles Lakers, it's worth it. Trust me. 
How about you go and add Carmelo Anthony? I mean, hey, you want veterans, uh, Carmelo Anthony, the banana boat, why not? Go ahead and do it. So we're talking about guys who are experienced. <laughs> guys who obviously have a lot of experience. How about Ryan Anderson? Ryan Anderson's a forward. He was with Miami last time. He could very well be a veteran that they can go and get. What I'm pointing out to you is that, heck, Lakers fans, go get Kobe Bryant and go get Shaquille O'Neal. They've only been retired for a couple of years. You bring them back, they bring the veteran lineage that the Lakers would want. Because they want to add veterans on the bench. So how about you go ahead and add those, quote, veterans that you want so much? Because that would be great to see. We're going to take a commercial break here on The Sports Angle. Follow your host, Rocco Kelly, at Rocco Kelly Radio. And follow the show at The Sports Angle Radio. And we will be back right after this. So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality, and you should have your own talk show? Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at Cali Vegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949-445-1119 and learn how quickly you can create, produce, and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you start up with capital, business strategy, sales, and marketing, and establish your company with a physical location or an online presence on the Internet. You decide. You bring the idea. An American Business Trust can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's abtrustco.com. Or call them at 657-600-1876. That's American Business Trust Company. 657-600-1876. Call them today. They'll help your business right away. That's American Business Trust Company. Online at abtrustco.com. American Business Trust Company. Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality, and you should have your own talk show? Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at Cali Vegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949 445 1119 and learn how quickly you can create, 
produce and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. Welcome back to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Let's get back into it. Now, the Buffalo Bills, their fan base known as the Bills Mafia, they're going to take a break from diving through tables this upcoming week as the team is sponsoring several events at New Era Field including something probably even more dangerous than diving through tables. The Buffalo Bills have announced that ahead of their upcoming game against the Philadelphia Eagles, in their tailgating, among their pregame, they will be having a hatchet-throwing station on their boulevard starting at 9 a.m. You heard that correctly, folks. Hatchet throwing station. Now, fans will have the opportunity to test their arm. From 9 a.m. till kickoff, there will be a hatchet throwing station, and all fans will be able to participate. Now, the great part about this is that this will actually be helping out the Buffalo Bills Foundation, which deserves a round of applause in its own right. The Buffalo Bills Foundation with the Now, Bills fans have known to get wild during their pregame tailgating. Now, they have pregame rituals, often including fans diving through tables, fans putting each other through tables, or even lighting tables on fire and then busting through them like Devon and Bubba Ray Dudley. (laughs) As a matter of fact, this last week, there was a fan who on Twitter uploaded a video of them witnessing their first ever table jump. And for anyone who hasn't seen this video, I recommend it. It's two people, they pick up a fan. They put them halfway in the air, and then they slam them through the table. (laughs) And also remember that every single week, Bill's Mafia loves to have fire. Regardless if it's a table, if it's a jersey, whatever the situation is, they love fire. And I love it. (laughs) It's no regard for human life. Totally not. Now, the Bills will also be setting off a firework at noon to let fans know that kickoff is around the corner and fans should be ready to head to the entrance gates for the game. Now, Buffalo Bills are 5-1 and one on the year. They have the number one wild card spot in the AFC, and they look like one of the best teams in all of the NFL right now. From a consistency standpoint, Buffalo looks like a dangerous team. They look like a threat. But what I want to bring up is not just that the Bills Mafia is adding hatchet throwing to their pre-game tailgate activities, but it's that I want more teams to add this. Or more importantly, I want fans to evolve and adapt hatchet throwing to whatever their tradition is 
in their city. And I want them to amp it up to 11. Because the Buffalo Bills, you have to give their fans credit. They do it right. Their pregame tailgates, you can't say that it's boring. Because it's one of the most exciting tailgating that you're going to see in sports. And more fan bases should follow their example, should follow their lead, and they should amp up their pregame tailgating. They need to make it more exciting. Because when you go to most teams and their pregame tailgating, what do you normally see? You see the cliches. You have the DJ who's blasting music with all of his loudspeakers. You're going to have beer all over the place. You have people in such a small little circle that's hard to navigate if you're unfortunately in the middle. But most importantly, when you're at a tailgate, not much happens unless you're with the Buffalo Bills or if you're an NFC East team because you're going to be knocking out the the opposing team before the game even kicks off. Now, if you want to call in 702-221-7283, We have a caller on the line. Caller, identify yourself. Rocco, this is Vegas Mike. I want to let you know you just lost all the fragile people as your listeners. After you said that the team should do table slamming and hatchet throwing, you lost everybody, <laughs> every delicate person, every let's give out trophies for participation person that ever existed, Rocco. What's the matter with you? Well, I don't agree with those notions. I've never agree agreed with, with that. So you don't think tro- participation trophies and everybody should feel good? No, absolutely not. Sports I have played? never agreed with that. I don't agree with participation trophies. If you finish last, you shouldn't get a trophy for it. Wonder if you finish next to last. You still shouldn't get a trophy. If you're not first, second, or third, you should not get a trophy. That's my that's my yeah. philosophy. But Rocco, all those people you, you just lost all those people as listeners, Rocco, because you said they should do hatchet throwing and table slamming. Well, let's just be honest. Those people who have that philosophy, they probably don't listen to me anyway. And if they have, they probably have already tuned me out by now. They've thrown you out. They don't like the term Rocco. You know what? If they don't, I honestly do not care. I'm Rocco Kelly. That's who I am. Well, I think you got the right track there, Rocco. No participation trophies. If they want to body slam people on tables, if they want to throw hatchets, if they want to bounce balls off people's heads and people want to let them, then they should be able to do it. They, hey, should, have a couple, they, they should have a couple beers first, but they should do it. Now, Vegas Mike, I'm talking about how the other teams should include these pregame ceremonies. However, they should, you know, create their own type of it. Like, they should have their own variation and include some of the things that are well-known to their city. So if you being Vegas Mike... What could the Vegas Golden Knights or the Vegas Raiders do to make their pregame tailgating more exciting? What can they do? They can have it in Las Vegas. (laughs) You're going to have to give me a little bit more than that, Vegas Mike. What can the Golden Knights do to add their pregame tailgating? Because I've been to some of their games. I've been there early, and yes, they have a DJ, and that's fine and all, you have a, some cornhole in the middle, but you don't really have much. So what can they do for pregame? I think the Vegas Knights probably do as much as they can do because if you're outside on the tailgating, it's, it's pretty good stuff, Rocker. Well, didn't you think it was pretty good when you well, were there? Well, it's good, but I think they need to amp it up a little bit. They need It's Vegas. They need to put a little bit more into their pregame tailgating. And I'm not talking you know what, about – oh, by the way, before someone corrects me – I'm not talking about their pregame when they're inside the arena. I'm talking about pregame outside the arena. I understand what they do before the game starts, all right? That's actually well, probably know, the best thing about them. Well, you know, have you been to these these things in schools where they have water balloon throws? You know, some some guy sticks his head out of the – or some teacher sticks their head out of the thing and everybody gets to throw water balloons? Yes, I was a part of it. I did that once. I think – I think they ought to have puck throws like that. I think they ought to get criminals in Las Vegas and put them in there 
and let people throw pucks at them. Okay, are these going to be rubber pucks or actual NHL game used well, pucks? You know, you know, I probably got to go with rubber pucks. Oh, but, you know, it would be nice if it was the real ones, but you know, uh, you know, I don't know how brutal you can become Rocco without killing somebody. So I mean, we, pro- hey, we probably got to do. We probably got to. You know, I don't know how much more dangerous that can be when you're doing. I think we got to. I think we got to do puck throwing probably with, you know, with paper pucks or something. But it still would be fun to watch. Fracture prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand-assembled in the USA, Fracture glass prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you, ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 to get 15% off your order today. That's code POD15 at FractureMe.com. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Okay, so you did the pucks, which I do think is a great idea. However, since we are in Vegas, why isn't there beer pong at any of these pregame tailgating? I have never seen any beer pong at any of the Golden Knights tailgating, and it kind of disappoints me. Did you ever go to a NASCAR race in Vegas? Of course I do. Beer pong is everywhere when it comes to NASCAR races. Yes, of of course. So then they have it there. But not the Golden Knights, though. Not with the Raiders now, and the Golden Knights. Now, with with the Raiders, the answer is easy, Rocco. They should have sword fights, you know, because they're pirates. The Raiders are pirates, so obviously they should have sword fights. Well, the Golden Knights technically have swords. You have that sword in the middle they do during the um, – when they're inside the arena. So how about they have – why don't they have live sword fights on their pregame tailgating parties? Well, I'm saying they should have sword fights for the Raiders because, Rocco, their symbol is a pirate, and they do swords, and they do sword fights. So I say puck throws for the Knights, sword fights for the Raiders. You know, you can get 10 people in an arena having sword fights, and the last one standing wins, you know what I mean. But because that's too brutal and too violent, and I understand that they could fight They could fight with, you know, paper swords or some weird thing, and you know, with ink on the end or something like that. So, man, I think I think sword fights with an ink tip. You know how right now you know you can go to those uh, places and you can take those balls and, and paint balls. Yeah, I think the Raiders should have that with sword fights. I think they should have have uh, kind of you know this cardboard type sword with ink on the end and have sword fights, and the last person standing in the tailgate wins. I think that would be great for Las Vegas. Now, we all know about, with Raiders fans, I'm going to back up real quick. We're going to talk about the Raiders, the Vegas Raiders. We have all heard about the diehard fan base that the Raiders have. We have heard about Raiders Nation. We've seen the face paints. We've seen the crazy costumes, right? Will that continue when the Vegas Raiders come here? Will we still see the crazy costumes and the face paint during their pregame tailgating? Are we still Rocco, Rocco, I think it's going to become more. You're going to actually see it on the Strip and on Fremont. You're going to see it emanate through the whole stupid city. I mean, after all, the MGM already has plans for the tailgating near Allegiant Stadium. So MGM is already prepared for it. I think the whole city is going to be wearing pirate uniforms, Rocco. You know what? This just popped in my head. And I should have said this earlier, but can you picture this? I want you to close your eyes and picture this. An Elvis with Raiders face paint. And the Elvis and the Elvis suit and the Elvis jacket and all the stuff that represents Elvis is black, is silver and black. Just picture Rocco, that. I think you, you came out with a great creation. I would suggest that you show up. <laughs> 
And the first Raiders game with that Elvis outfit on, painted like that, with your with your cardboard sword in hand. I think you ought to do that. I, I think you ought to get ten of your buddies to do that. You all go out as Elvis Raiders. Well, unfortunately, Elvis I don't have an Elvis uniform, Vegas Mike. So I well, would not I'm be able sure, to do that. I'm sure you can rent one. I'm sure they're all over here. If hatchet throwing was included in the Raiders tailgating at, at Allegiant Stadium, would you participate in it, Vegas Mike? Would you do hatchet throwing? Uh, probably if they if they gave it to me free. How far and how far could you throw it? Because it's a competition. It's a competition to see how far you can throw it. And for how big's the hatchet, Rocco? Well, they didn't show you a picture of how much the hatchet is or how much it weighs or how much it is exactly. They just said that you were well, throwing a hatchet. Well, you're not on TV tonight, so I can't see it. But let's just imagine that it's a small one-foot hatchet. Probably, I don't know, what can you throw it, Rocco? 40 feet, 50 feet maybe? I'd say 30? around uh, 40 feet. That sounds a lot more like it. That sounds a lot better. Anyway... So, Rocco, I know I'm going into your uh, your your half hour time uh, slot, but uh, anyway, so Rocco, bring back the hatchets, bring back the swords, and bring back the pucks. That's all I can say. Okay, and more importantly, um, before we go to commercial break, Vegas Mike, I want to ask you one final question. These uh, tables that the Bills have introduced, there's a couple of teams that have emulated it. The Raiders, for example, they have started doing it the last couple of years. I want to ask, if you're at a Golden Knights or a Raiders game, what would be the more fitting option for pregame tailgating? Throwing an opposing teams into a flaming table. So if the Golden Knights are facing somebody like the Winnipeg Jets, you bring in somebody who's wearing a Jets jersey. Obviously, they've agreed to do it beforehand. And you put them through a flaming table. Or, if they're at Allegiant Stadium, would a Raiders fan put another Raiders fan through a flaming table just because of how insane Raiders Nation is? Which one would you see happen more? Would have seen happen more? Again, I don't see either one of them happening because you're in Las Vegas. I see them throwing them through a card table. <laughs> or 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 a uh, you know or a poker table or a uh, you know a twenty one table. Hmm. How, how do you like that? Because you're in Vegas. That in is fact, a very good idea, Vegas Mike. You know, in in fact, uh, you know the wheel that you spin uh, with numbers on it in the Vegas. What, yeah, the roulette wheel. And very good, Rocco. I think they ought to throw put the roulette wheels on the wall, tie the opposing team to it, and spin it. Or, how and about then, this? Since it is a roulette wheel, how about they make the roulette wheel a part of their pregame tailgating? The, pro-wet, the roulette wheel will have all these options on it. They'll spin it. They'll put a ball in the middle. And whichever ball it land, whichever the ball lands in will be the pregame tailgating activity that they will be doing. No, I, I, that, you could do that, but I think you ought to put the opposing team on it and spin it and, uh, and uh, spin it, spin it till the guy gets sick. That's what I would do. <laughs> I'd call spin the opponent. You know, spin, spin the Patriot. There you go. Spin the Patriot. We'll get a pa- and probably put a Patriot player on it and spin it. It would be better. That's a very good idea. That is most definitely a very good idea. Yeah, I definitely. Or, or spin, spin a Kansas City Chief. Or spin a, spin a horse for the Denver Broncos. You know, Rocco, let's, let's go. Let's get this going. I think, gonna be to, off- I, I think you need to now, get this going. Now, this is going to be an off-related... This is not going to be related to anything we've been talking about. But NFL, you know how they have all these mascots, right? The teams are named after something. Right? Yeah. Now, would it be entertaining to see, for example, a Cardinal, a real-life Cardinal face off against a real-life Falcon? Or since you're a Raider, they're Pirates, so they got to go and face off against an actual Eagle. I don't know why, but to me, that sounds like a great, a great, uh, great entertainment in a show. That sounds like a great show. 
the CNF well, real guys, life uh, pirate having to go up against the real life team mascot, whoever they're facing that week. Rocco, I think you ought to go back to jousting. I, I honestly believe you know they have they have a place here where they they joust. I think you ought to take that outside to the pregame show and do jousting. Right. Okay, jousting. I well, don't know what the name of it is, but I think it's the um, the jousting. festival, right? It's the festival, right? Yeah, right. And uh, anyway, well, Rock, I, I, we've been uh, uh, hilarious enough here. Now, but Vegas anyway. Mike. Now, Vegas Mike. Is there anything that you would want to ask me? I mean, we were talking about football for nearly half and for nearly about twenty minutes. Let's move on from that. Would there be anything that you would want to ask me, Vegas Mike? Rocco, Rocco, is it that the the uh, avalanche are that good, or is it that the nights are that old and slow that the avalanche made them look like a bunch of old old people today? I'll answer that for you. And thanks to Stevie Slapshot, I talked to him earlier about this. The Colorado Avalanche are that good. They're a very fast team. And more importantly, they have a lot of team chemistry going their way. That's why they're one of the top teams in not just the Western Conference, but all of the NHL. All right, they're a very fast, and they have a lot of team chemistry already. Where the Vegas Golden Knights, they look like a very slow hockey team. All right, they look like they can barely keep up. Well, Rocco, I'll give credit to you and to Sal, the ringmaster, because a couple months ago, both of you predicted that the Knights would be lucky to make it to the playoffs and that they were just too old of a team. I heard both of you say that on your show. So congratulations to you and Sal. I think you're right on. I don't even know if the, the, the Knights can get eighth place. They are we're, The last three games, they look so slow and well, lethargic. I mean, well, they look like they hardly move. Well, first off, they're currently third in the Western Conference. So it's not like, you know, they're one of the worst teams in the West. They're currently third place. However, you have to understand that there are so many teams behind them that if the Golden Knights start losing on a consistent basis, they could end up being out entirely. Well, I know hockey's a tough sport, and I know it takes a lot of energy. And I'll tell you what, I'm afraid that you and Sal were right when you guys were looking at their average age. Because the Knights look really slow now. I know without Schmidt and and, uh, and another, <laughs> and, uh, yes, and so those are some good guys, but they still look lethargic and they still look slow. The Colorado Avalanche was right, were were skating circles around them. The Aval- the Knights could not keep up. So I'm afraid our Vegas Knights. I don't know if they're your Vegas Knights. I say Vegas because I know you're. Your broadcast. We're here out based in Las Vegas, yes. Right. We're- so I would I would say if you guys are gonna be right, you and Sal are gonna be right. If they finish sixth, seventh, or eighth, they're gonna be lucky. They are dirt slow and old. Well, I'm not gonna speak for Sal because he is not here, but I'm gonna give myself a round of applause because I was exactly right. I was exactly right. Yes, the Vegas Golden Knights look like a very slow roster, and that's what happens when you have a lot of old guys on your roster. And also, the team chemistry, majority of the lines don't look like they have any chemistry whatsoever. Now, the first line the first line looks decent, all right? The statistics look like they're a very good first line. That second line looks great. Grand, that second line has been there together for the last three years with Carlson Smith and Marsha Salt. They all have been together for so long, that's why that second line has great chemistry. But the rest of the team, their chemistry looks lacking. McNabb and Theodore, they don't look like they belong anywhere near together when it comes to a defensive pairing. That bottom six of the third and fourth line, I don't really know what to say about them. They don't look like they're working together at all. You know, and Fleury's been a star through his career, but he looks really disjointed or he looks like he's not focused or something. I mean, he he's really struggling. And so I don't know what they're going to do, Rocco. Like I said, if they finish 6th, 7th, or 8th, they're going to be lucky. Well, I hate the to Vegas say that. Golden Knights, the Vegas Golden Knights should be 
holding back on Marc-Andre Fleur. They shouldn't be playing him 60-plus games like they are go planning on doing. That's their current plan, is to have Marc-Andre Fleury play 60-plus games when, honestly, he should be playing around 50 or 55 games and allowing his backup to share share uh, minutes with him. But the Golden Knights are not going to do that. We've seen it with Sparks, we've seen it with Dansk, and we've seen it with Subban. They don't trust a backup goaltender to come in and share a good amount of minutes with Marc-Andre Fleury. Now, Rocco, I know you have some lady come on your show, and I don't know if she's going to call in after that, but she's a diehard Vegas Knights fan, and she would probably scream and shout that they're going to finish anywhere below first. But I really hope that she's listening and that she watched them tonight, and she saw how old they looked, how slow they looked. And this is not just this game, Rocco. It was the last three or four games. They did a couple of them in tiebreakers. But they look really out of sync, and they really look slow. And so I don't know that young gal that comes on, or that gal that comes on your radio, and is a diehard Knights fan and screams and shouts for them, and thinks they're better than number one. I don't know what she's going to do when they don't make it, if or if they come in seventh. Well, if you're or eight. talking about who I think you're talking about, then absolutely, hey, she can call in right here, right now, seven zero two 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 one seven two eight three. Because I know she's a diehard Vegas Golden Knights fan. I definitely know that. However, she has to understand that the Vegas Golden Knights were the sixth seed last year. They were the third seed the first year of existence. They're currently the third seed right now. But hey, you have to understand that, that they have 14 points. And unfortunately... Unfortunately, the place, the team that is in 10th in the West has 12 points. So it's not like they have that big of a gap between where they are right now and being 10th place in the West. There is well, not a huge gap. Let's take the opposite of that. I think the Avalanche are going to be really tough. <laughs> I think they've definitely got to be counted in as one of the top two. Now, I believe you said that on, earlier in the year, Rocco. The, to watch out for Colorado, didn't you, or am I mistaken? I absolutely did, yes. And you know what? I'm going to pat myself on the back like any good host should. Yes, the Colorado Avalanche, I said we're going to be a good hockey team this year. I like their off-season acquisitions. Their top line is one of the best in all of hockey. And their goaltending is actually very consistent. They're not a bad goaltending team as well. Well, you know, what was impressive with them today is their second line. Their second line looks like the uh, Knights' second line. They're, they're really good. You know, they got three new players in this year and they, to build that second line. Their second line was really tough. It was every bit as good as the Knights' second line, I'm afraid. They were really good. So, well, I mean, look, if, Rocco, you're, okay, if you're talking about their second line with Kadri, Donskull and Barbakoski, yes, then you're most definitely correct. All three of them joined the team this year in the offseason, and they have all been very good to Colorado. That second line has been great for them. Right. So I'm, I'm afraid the Avalanche are going to be at the top end of the pile this year, and the Knights well, are going to be at the, the bottom. Right now. So, and we have another right. caller on the line. Uh, caller, identify yourself. Rocco, I'm going to leave, so thanks for taking my call. Well, thanks, Vegas Mike, for calling in and Sal from the Sports Circus. It's great to hear from you. How you doing? Everything's great, man. Everything's great. I love the fact you talk a little bit of hockey. Of course. It's, I mean, I haven't talked about hockey that much this season, so i got to get into it. And the Colorado Avalanche. Yes. I, I talked I, – I praised them at, during this offseason. I like the moves that they have made. And right now, they're first in the Western Conference. They beat up on the Golden Knights tonight. And they look like a solidified top team in the West. This is the second time they've beaten the Golden Knights this year, is it not? Uh, yes, that is correct. Yeah, I mean, look, those guys are for real. I mean, it wasn't a fluke. They made the playoffs last year. They've been building and building. And, and i got to tell you, they are a very good squad. Very good squad, highly underrated in the pipes and also on defense. In fact, even on my fantasy hockey team, I took Tyson Berry. But those guys have a solid four defenders. 
They've got four guys, and that's what you need to win a cup these days. That is most definitely what you need, and their top line is one of the best in all of hockey. McKinnon, yeah, but get Lance past Scott, the top line. Let's, let's talk about let's talk about the top three lines because you need three lines to win a cup in hockey. Right. And their top three lines are very good as well. In fact, I was just talking about their second line before you came on with Kadri, Donskull, and Barbakoski, who are all uh, off-season additions to the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, they picked up Donskoy from San Jose, correct? That is correct, yes. Right, right. Donskoy is a good player. Unfortunately, he was stuck on a team where he wasn't going to get the playing time because they are real heavy up front. Yeah, with San Jose, really, he was a bottom six guy. They didn't really give him the opportunity he, he's getting now in Colorado. Right, right. i tell you what, if I was a young kid just coming up in the league, that's a club that I'd like to play with because they're fast. They're really good in transition scoring. But the game reminds me of a game similar to watching the Calgary Flames, but under control that is solid on both ends of the ice. Calgary is fun to watch, but they're a little bit weak on the back end. Yeah, they, uh, yes, that is true. Correct. <clears throat> I mean, outside of Giordano, those guys really need some help. But it, to me, watching the speed of the game is exciting. It's kind of like watching the the Raiders go nice when they have Nate Schmidt and they've got the Schmitzical, but right now we're Schmidtless. Yes, they are without Nate Schmidt, and it is obviously showing that their defense is lacking without him. They look very we, slow. We went through the same thing last year. 20 games, no Nate Schmidt. And i got to tell you, I still believe that Logan Gutierrez purposely did the knee-on-knee hit. Oh, of course. Just like Darian Hatcher did to Jeremy Roenick back in, what, 1994, whatever the heck it was, and when Jeremy Roenick was not re-signed by Bill Wirtz, the former infamous owner of the Chicago Blackhawks. Thank God Rocky Wirtz took over. I think it was 2009 when the old man died. But the same thing, knee on knee, and that was absolutely intentional. And here's Logan Couture trying to step up with you know, some of the guys not there anymore, the Joe Pavelskis and stuff. So now Couture, and he's even calling his teammates out, and he's screaming at them in the media like a moron. That's the stuff you keep in the locker room. And it's about you saying, well, you know, our players are they're being selfish. And he called out uh, Tomas Hurdle and, and some other uh, third-rate has-been. I don't know. I like Hurdle, though. Nonetheless, uh, Logan Couture is, I think he's overstepping his bounds just a little bit. I mean, he's a good player, a very good player. But you don't have to step up and be a jerk. you got to step up and be a leader. And I don't know if he's being a leader with a mouth or a leader on the ice. You know what I mean? I definitely understand what you mean. I mean, Logan Couture is their captain. He's supposed to be the guy that they look up to and not throw right. their teammates under the bus and that, that whole ordeal. Right. Is there a bus that people get thrown under? I hear that all the time. Have you ever seen anybody get thrown under a bus by chance? Um. Yes. In Buffalo, New York, they will throw a dummy under a bus and they will run over it. But, <laughs> but I said somebody. No, not, not somebody, some but no. I haven't seen an actual yeah, I person said, I said, under it. I said somebody, not some dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. That's yeah, but material. that hit was absolutely intentional. Yeah, you watched the replay. Yeah. There was no question it was an intentional hit by Logan Couture. And, hey, yeah, he stuck his knee out. You can see it on the replay very clearly. Yeah, and I'm glad he brought up the Darian Hatcher situation because it basically looked like carbon copy. That's, yeah. That's exactly yeah, what it Darian, looked like. Darian's a piece of Darian. Put it that way. And hey, before you came on here, actually Vegas Mike gave you credit, and he gave myself credit as well, where we were talking about how the Golden Knights, they were going to be a slow team this year. They had a lot of veterans. They did not have a lot of youth on their roster. So I'll, real quick, I'll just give a round of applause for that, for actually being correct well, look, on the whole slow the, the Knights, The Knights are a heavy team. They're a slow team to, relative to the first year. They're a relatively slow team. And the scary part is, look, we're early in the season. We're seeing these guys really drag their skates. You know what I mean? Um, yes. What are they going to be doing in March? What are they going to do in late February? Well, late Febu- uh, in February and March, they 
Them being <laughs> slow is going to be an understatement. <laughs> Buddy, they're going to hang their goalies out to dry because they're not going to be able to get back. You're going to see outman rushes because they're going to say, well, geez, we've turned into our counter-punching team. And as a counter-punching team, that means what? We're slower, and so we have to react. Just kind of like right now, that's what's going on without with them being uh, Schmidtless. So no Nate Schmidt means they turn into an automatic counter-punching team, even though you've got a little bit of speed, of course, with Shea Theodore. Problem is, you have Zikoff is out, too. He's, uh, there's, there's another guy. So you've got two guys that have some speed. They have the ability to bring the puck up. And now you've got, I think, two important pieces of the, of the defense. And, well, guess what? You get a very slow team out there right now. Yes, they have a very slow team. And this number isn't going to sound as huge as it should be. But they have six players on their roster who are over the who are over the age of thirty. Which in the NHL, right. you understand that when they start at eighteen, that's when they can get drafted at eighteen, nineteen years old. That's a huge deal. Well, unfortunately, these guys are getting older. They're getting slower. I got to tell you, it's not looking good for the Vegas Golden Knights. They're going to have to do something. They're going to have to move some of their aging veterans. They're going to have to bring the youth up. And there's plenty of youth out there. They've got plenty of youth. But the problem is it's learn on the job. When you learn on the job, you have problems, right? Um, yes. Now, we've seen this. We've seen it with, with the Russian players. The Russian players play a different game. They play a game that is typically it's speedier. I would say it's I'd say it's equally a speedy, but the problem is with the Russian game. They play on a different surface. The, the game, the U.S. game, the, the NHL game is a lot faster. So then you've got hitting involved, a lot more hitting, and so guys like Zikoff, they'll they'll start doping, and when they start doping, what happens? They get busted, and when they get busted, what happens? Nothing good. Now the team is out. Good players that they need, right? Same problem over and over. Right. It's a, it's a merry-go-round that doesn't get better. Yeah. Go ahead. And with and with uh, Russian players, I mean, we saw Ovechkin, which is, you know, the total outlier. But outside of him, I mean, Panarin, uh, Nikita Gusev so far, three goals already on the season for New Jersey. Um, a lot of Russians, it seems like it do, it's either a flash in the pan where they start out, they have a great rookie season, and they fall off, or they have a consistent, steady career, but they're not the number one guy. You understand what I mean, Sal? Well, look, and I think we're seeing a little bit right now with uh, the L.A. Kings with uh, Ilya Kovachuk, who certainly is head and shoulders above many, many players in the NHL. The problem is there's nobody around him. So they bring him down to mediocrity. They make his game look very middle of the road. The one guy that I could say that did very good from front to back in his career in the NHL, Russian player, was Pavel Datsuk. Yeah, Paula Dotsuk was a very good player for Detroit. I hate to admit that dude was it, a but, man. He still, but he still was a very good player. Yes. Yeah, I, I believe I believe Pavel Dotsuk could play in the NHL and still be in the top five in scoring. He's just got mad hands. And, what, he's 38 years old, 39, and the guy, man, he's good. Yeah, I don't he remember who one. the Russian was that was on the Ottawa Senators in, like, the 2000s. The, names are like, uh, the name is, like, skipped my mind. But he was the perfect example of a flash in the pan. Like, when he started out in his career, he looked like he was this great superstar. But then after a couple of years in, he wasn't even in the NHL anymore. I don't remember his name. He'll come to me later. I don't know, buddy. All, all I know is the Vegas Golden Knights right now are reeling. And I'm not saying because they lost the game. I don't give a damn about losing a game. I think they're, they're searching for part of a defensive identity right now because they don't have it. They don't have it. They're making their goaltender, whoever it is, in, in pipes. It doesn't matter. I mean, Oscar Dance got, got beat up the other night, something terrible. But remember, good goaltending is started by what? Or it's it's uh, it's about good defense, right? Got to have good defense. You have good defense, you have good goaltending. You have bad defense, bad goaltending. Can we have I mean, about you give 90, up the soft ones. Yeah, we have about 90 seconds left, Sal. So I'm going to give you uh, – so how, what's your final thoughts? Well, look, my final thoughts are stick with the Vegas Golden Knights because they're fun to watch. But watch out for some of those other clubs, just like you mentioned, the Colorado Avalanche. Good stuff. And by the way, make sure you tune into the Sports Circus 
Monday through Friday at 5 p.m. You can stream the Sports Circus at thesportscircus.com. You can also watch it at AMP TV and listen on your CBS, NBC, and Fox Sports affiliates from coast to coast. Thanks, Sal. You got it, buddy. And this was the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Follow me on social media at Rocco Kelly Radio and follow the show at the Sports Angle Radio. We are here weekdays, Monday through Friday on Amp TV, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And go to our website, thesportsangle.com. So long. See you next time. world-famous radio shopping show weekday on 1400 KSHP North Las Vegas. Online at KSHP.com. USA Radio News with John Hunt. The federal deficit for the 2019 budget year has now surged to $984.4 billion, its highest point in seven years, and is widely expected to top the $1 trillion mark in the coming years. The 26% surge from the 2018 deficit of $779 billion reflected such factors as revenue lost from the 2007... Fracture prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand-assembled in the USA, Fracture Glass Prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you, ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 to get 15% off your order today. That's code POD15 at FractureMe.com. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.